Welcome to All About NFL Benedict. Today we're going to be diving into free agent signings, where players are, where they're expected to go, big news in the NFL draft, and what is next, and just a lot of NFL headlines. I've not done this for a long time. It's going to be a, a nice podcast diving into pretty much all the NFL action news and what I think of all these things. And let me just start off with the biggest thing going on right now, and that's going to be free agency. So let's just check out free agency, and yeah, so. The probably the biggest thing for free agency currently is um a lot of cuts. Um to judge wide receiver Braxton Berrio after being unable to come to terms on restructure, they he is no longer there. Um they're releasing their wide receiver. Titans release release Pro Bowl center Ben Johns Jones after seven seasons with the club. Vikings release Adam Feline and after a decade in Minnesota. After nearly a decade in Minnesota, these are the headlines, but it's kind of crazy. I'm going to be showing you guys some more headlines, but let me just dive into the Adam Feline release and what does this bring free agency. Adam Feline is no longer a Minnesota Viking, and what do I think Adam Feline has next to him? Adam Feline, what am I expecting for him? He is released... I think the thought process on this one is you already got Justin Jefferson and you're trying to build a new team. Where is Adam Feline projected to go? I'm honestly going to say that I feel like a team that should take advantage of this, Garrett Wilson, the Jets have some great wide receivers. Just to have backup, if it's going to only cost you around $8 million, Jets should be a potential team to grab Adam Feline, an overall solid wide receiver in the NFL. This year, he had 716 wide receiving yards. Previous year, 726. Has had a solid career. Where do I think he's going to be? Texans should be able to snag him. Teams need to snag him. A lot of potential for him. A lot of players did get cut, which is I think is crazy. The Rams were releasing a lot of players. Leonard Floyd after three seasons in Los Angeles. Um, and then also... John, okay, and also the thing that's crazy is for, uh, Bobby Wagner. A bot ha- okay, so Bobby Wa- Wagner was released from the C- uh, from the Rams. That was actually happening a long time ago. Just catching up on some stuff. Um, Shaquille Griffin was cut. It, we'll see the Jaguars. 313.14 million on uh, salary cap. A big thing going on right now is salary cap. Here to three biggest things going on number one i would say is we'll start at number three and move our way up the geno smith seahawks agree to to, uh, to a new three-year contract with 105 million dollars so geno smith just agreed to a three-year one oh, contract with 105 million dollars that is insane for the quarterback who was a no-namer two years ago some guy trying to stay in the nfl has a contract where he's getting paid $34.5 million a year. Just base, like, getting over $33 million, $34, $35 million. And just being a no-namer is really remarkable. I think I think he does deserve it. I think in NFL, we're getting to a stage where if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're a quarterback who can win games, you're going to have a massive contract. doesn't matter if... If you like, you go to Super Bowl. You just have to be able to win games. I think honestly, good for Geno Smith. I'm glad for him. I'm not sure if this. W- I think their strategy was they are kind of a new rebuilding team. DK Metcalf, ha- they have potential. Tyler Lockett is getting older, but I think they're just trying just to build a roster with Geno Smith, Kenneth Walker, some nice rookies. I think it was a good strategy just to keep Geno Smith and have him on a three-year, one hundred five million dollar deal. 
Our next biggest news is the Giants quarterback, Daniel Jones, agreed to a four-year, $160 million deal. Four-year, $160 million deal. That is absurd. I did not think the contract would be this big. I was expecting it to be a four- to five-year, $100 million deal. I was expecting him to do this, but $40 million a year is insane. I know there's taxes and stuff, but I'm just saying, for the quarterback who's probably not, before the season, he was not playing well. He was not to his standards, and I just think he got overpaid is what I think it is. I think Daniel Jones, I think the biggest thing about it is, if you look at his stat line, Daniel Jones hasn't really done anything that insane this year. He hasn't really been that insane of a player. They got blown out in playoffs, and that was about it. I feel like the one player they should have had that contract, I wish think Shaquan Barkley should have had that contract. Um, it's like crazy. His his salary. They did sign him to one sixty million. As it goes on, and the Giants do run out of cap space, they might f- change something up. But for now, it's a four year one sixty million dollar deal. And Daniel Jones doing that. But the question is, why do you guys not sign... Ch- from At this moment, Shaquan Barkley um, hasn't really been able to do something. It's like, everybody's just saying that, like, Shaquan Barkley is, hasn't got a contract yet. Which I think is crazy, because he overall was the carrying person on that team. But at the, as a moment of recording this podcast, Shaquan Barkley has not figured out to deal with Giants. Probably will not be a Giant. And I think that four-year, $160 million in a couple years will just be bad. It'll be I guarantee this will be one of the worst contracts in history. It's a bad idea to sign a quarterback who has not been proven to such a big year. I think they should have done a little bit more, less like a two-year, $20 million deal. I don't think he's worth... Uh, I don't think he's worth... 160 million dollars that's just what i don't think it's worth there now let's moving on to the biggest probably headline of free agency so far the saints signed quarterback Derek carr for a 40 150 million dollar contract jets you guys messed up you guys it just they i think the jets could have done something and they just didn't do it they they were just too slow waiting and just being like, oh, they were. I think they thought they had more time, but he talked to the Saints. It was very quick. Derek Carr got signed to the Saints for a one fifty million dollar deal. Like right now, if the Saints have all their opponents, Chris Olave, I think will have a great year this year. I think right now the only thing stopping them last year really was Chris Olave had a monster season. Their players had good seasons. The only thing stopping them last year was not having a quarterback. Sure, they had James Winston, Jameis Winston, but he's not reliable. They're going to have Derek Carr for the next four years, and I think he is a little overpaid. I think it the reason they had to pay him this much is because that's how much he would have played for. I think it was probably a right call at free agency. Lamar Jackson at the moment is still not being taken. But yeah, so right now, Gina, uh, Derek Carr just got signed. Jets messed up. Really big disappointment for the Jets. Now let's look at Derek Carr. Not Derek Carr. I meant, let's now check out Lamar Jackson. Probably the biggest free agent available right now. What's the dealio of Lamar Jackson? There's so much going out. It's like, who where's Lamar going to go? It's like, I don't know what's happening to Lamar right now. At the moment, it's like, where's Lamar going to go? It's I, If I were to give him a team right now, I don't think it's going to be the Jets. I think it's going to be a team that nobody suspects. I don't think it's going to be Texans or a bad team. I think it's going to be a team who already has a quarterback, but they want Lamar Jackson to be his quarterback. 
Lamar Jackson to be their quarterback. It is very slow right now. There's nothing really going on with him. And I'm just going to say right now, he's probably going to be just like a cold or something. I don't know what he's going to be. Just some team that doesn't have good draft picks and needs a quarterback. Now let's check out Aaron Rodgers. What's the deal with Aaron Rodgers right now? Right now, it's a bad idea to have Aaron Rodgers. He's a 39-year-old man. 39 years old. It's like he's almost 40. He hasn't been rocking it this season. If you look at his numbers, his numbers haven't been great this year. Uh, he 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 had, he was 26 of 12, 26 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 91 quarterback rating. He's been decreasing the last year. Hasn't been really rocking it, and I just think his career is over. Jets don't give him up because the trade package you'd have to give up. To, let's just break down an Aaron Rodgers trade package if you want to get Aaron Rodgers. So if you can, let's compare this to the Russell Wilson trade. So the Russell Wilson trade, I believe, was like, so the Russell Wilson trade was like multiple first round draft picks, some second rounds, and some other stuff, like some players. The Russell Wilson trade was a big deal, and it didn't really rock them. But I'm assuming you'd have to get a bigger trade than Russell Wilson. So, the trade package for Russell Wilson was, like, two first-round draft picks, a couple of players, and, like, second-round and fourth-round picks. So, here what a trade package for Aaron Rodgers, what I think would look like. I'm not doing any website right now. I'm not putting this in a website or anything. This is what I think a minimum would have to be. A minimum of two to three first-round draft picks. At least, at least uh, like, I would, it would have to be, like, a 2020... If it were to happen this year, it would be 2023 first, 2024 first, 2023 second, 2024 second, and like a fourth and fifth round. And it would be like a fourth and fifth round and a player. And probably whoever team does it would have to give a, probably give up one of their best players, multiple first round draft picks, mul- at least one second round, and a couple third or fourth round picks just to get Aaron Rodgers. A guy who is 39 years old. He'll probably only be in the league for a couple more years. You'll probably be giving out draft picks more than he'll be on your team. It's just not worth it. I think he should just end his days. He might just be like those players who just do one season anywhere else, do not finish it well. Nobody remembers on that team. I feel like he's just getting close. He should just retire after the next season. It's just not looking good for Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so now a big, a couple big ones right now is you know, the Bears got the number one overall for the number one overall um, first overall pick and they traded and they just traded it off to the Carolina Panthers. So the Carolina Panthers wore the ninth overall section and they traded all the way up to first round draft pick because the Panthers have not really figured out a quarterback situation. Matt Corral, they're not sure about, but let me show you what the trade details kind of are. This is what the deal is. If you haven't heard about this trade, it's a big one. So what the trade is, is the Bears receive 2023 ninth overall pick and 61st overall pick, 2024 first round pick and 2025 second round pick, wide receiver DJ Moore, the Panthers' top wide receiver on a massive contract for the 2023 first overall pick. To go eight spots down, they traded two first round picks, a ninth overall still a pretty good spot, a 2024 first round pick that could be a top 10 pick there and on top of that their top wide receiver really i feel like this might be not a great trade because you're going to be giving out 2025 2025 second round second they, they're giving up a second round pick in 2025 they're giving up so much just to move down eight spots their strategy here is to get any quarterback in the draft they're neither cj stroud or bryce young 
I think their logic was they can't wait, but I think they should have just moved up to the fourth or fifth overall spot just to at least get something. And I think this is a great decision for the Bears. The Bears would have wasted their first overall pick in just getting a defensive player who probably would be drafted seventh overall. And it's just like the Bears have their quarterback. They're not going to get a new quarterback. Now they got ninth overall. They can probably get a top-tier defensive player. They still have a lot of a lot of things going. We will oh we will see if there will be any more trade trade deadline just before NFL draft to decide. I think the Panthers gave up too much for an unproven player who could just be an NFL flop. They're looking for their franchise quarterback. It might not happen, but it is unsure to be continued on that trade. So one thing I wanted to say is if we so NFL coming up. The one thing about it is, like, you can't get every single good NFL player on your team. You have to have cap space. And the one thing I want to look at is NFL cap space currently is really remarkable. So, if you go to the NFL cap space, salary cap space by team, I'm just looking. So, right now, Chicago Bears, if you look at this right now, is it, I'm going to be breaking it down. Total cap space is um, $157 million. But basically, they're active. So um, right now, their cap space is currently how much space they have to spend right now is about seventy-five million. A lot of the teams are negative. If we look at a team that does really not have cap space, Saints are at negative twenty-four million, and it's crazy. They're at negative twenty-four million. Teams that have a lot, do not have a lot of cap space, negative seventeen million. Jacksonville Jaguars. You need a lot of cap space to free up space, and one of the two top teams that you might guess are Bears, Falcons, Raiders, Texans, and Cardinals. Those five teams were probably one of the worst NFL teams all year. The reason Cardinals have a lot of cap space, they don't have to pay DeAndre Hopkins anymore. Texans have a lot of cap space because they don't really have any good players on the team. Raiders have a lot of cap space because they don't got Derek Carr no more. Falcons I got just space because they don't really have any substantial players on big contracts. So for those top 10 teams, it, there still are like Titans, Dolphins, uh, Titans at 10, 9, Dolphins, not Dolphins at 9, Patriots at 8, and B- Broncos at 7, and Bengals at 6. For those top 10 teams who have cap space available currently, is what are the moves the Chicago Bears should make? The Chicago Bears have enough cap space to get a big play to get at least, do you have enough cap space to get two top-tier players? They have enough money to pay them. I think what the Bears need to do, go out there, get a couple big-time offense linemen and, like, one big-time defensive player, and then another wide receiver on offense, just an okay wide receiver, and boom, your cap space is done, but then you got a built team. Falcons, what do they need to do? Just build up a stronger roster. What are you going to be right now? Who's going to be your quarterback? You just cut Marcus Mariotto. I forgot to say that. They do not have Marcus Mariotto. How do they build a franchise team? They missed out on Derek Carr. They missed out on a lot of other quarterbacks. How do they build a franchise team? The only really option is to move up in the draft. I feel like the Falcons kind of should move up in the draft a little bit. Or just get an okay quarterback and build around a quarterback. Just get a solid team so their defense is really bad. Fix the defense up. Really is what they need to do. Overall, and then if you look at um, Raiders, 
They need a quarterback. They're in a sticky situation. I don't know what the next quarterback is, so I think they're relying on a draft pick. So this year, I'm not going to expect much from them. Just build your team up. They do have cap space, but, like, even with the, it feels like the Raiders last year, everybody thought would be the best team. I feel like the only thing the Raiders have going is getting Aaron Rodgers. And I'm like, I'm going to go with Raiders right now. Go ahead there try getting Aaron Rodgers. I know I said bad things about him. You got Devontae Adams. Just go out there give it a try. Give up as many draft picks as you need to do. I don't care. It's not my team. But just, I feel like the Raiders need to get risky. It feels like the Raiders need to make big moves. Either trading down their draft pick just, just to, like, get more draft picks. I don't know what to do. The Raiders are in a sticky mess, but they do have cap space. Cardinals have cap space. Texans have cap space. These teams need to all get good. All these teams have struggling wide receiver cores. I know you're like, oh, Arizona. Not really anymore. They got rid of uh, Chosen Anderson, Robbie Anderson. He changed his name to Chosen Anderson. They got. They don't have DeAndre Hopkins. AJ Green retired. Texans don't really have anybody. Raiders at Devontae Adams. Falcons have Kyle Pitts, but that's the tight end and not really any other weapons. And then Bears don't really have anything. They just got DJ Moore. It just feels like all these teams need to go out there and get wide receivers. But they do have cap space. You need to build off that. And how can these teams capitalize is the question. But yeah, that will do it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed. It was a little different of a podcast. Maybe we'll just be doing a little bit of news updates, diving into some stuff. Maybe doing a little bit more shorter podcasts. Hope you guys enjoy. Remember to like, sub, do what you guys do. And we'll see you in the next one.